Industrial Talk is brought to you by Armis. Yes, you are in the digital transformation game. Yes, you need to find trusted companies, trusted individuals to help you along with that journey. The Armis platform delivers complete asset intelligence. You know what that means? Insights into your connected assets. You're in the digital transformation game. You have to have that insights into what is connected. Go to Armis.com. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. Industrial Talk is brought to you by Arduino, the original all-in-one IoT platform. That's right. Go out to Arduino.cc and you will find documentations. You will find devices, powerful boards to help you with your digital transformation journey. It's all there. Go out to Arduino.cc, find out more, see how you can connect with these professionals to help you along with your digital transformation journey, arduino.cc. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. We are broadcasting here at Fabtech, Atlanta, Georgia. It is day three, and it's been a Man, I'm telling you, it's been a fart burner of companies that have just innovated the heck out of their solutions and providing solutions to your problems, more importantly. And uh, once again, we're just having a ball. So you got to put this one on your calendar big time. you got to put this... This event, if you're not here this year, go next year. You will not be disappointed. It's going to be bigger and better, most definitely. All right, we got a gentleman by the name of Mike. Say your last name. It's Bratton. Bratton. Yep. Systems. Put the S on that. Oh, Systems yeah. X. Yep. Let's get cracking. Cybersecurity, right? Absolutely. And that's something. Yep. Okay. It's sort of an odd thing. One, that... Uh, your job never gets old. No, no, it's becoming more and more important. You know, we are a, a yeah. managed security service provider uh, just north of Detroit. And uh, look, I'm amongst my people right now. Uh, these yeah, are these are manufacturers true, that are looking to take technology and and gain a competitive edge with it. And uh, so, 60% of our our business base is manufacturing. Uh, so so yeah. these are my people here. It, 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 yeah, and there's three huge conference halls of your people. Oh yeah, here it's oh, yeah. it's massive, and yeah. and and it's everything's here. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Let me ask you this: a lot of buzzy buzz out there, and I and I agree with it 100. percent But but one of the areas that uh, everybody talks about, of course, I need to have that ability to connect my assets. I need to. I have to I have to start pulling that data. I have to start looking at that data. I've got to figure out how to. Uh, make tactical decisions based off of the data of my assets. That's wrong. But every time they connect, it's an IoT device, the conversation rarely happens around cyber. Yeah. And and if you want to be competitive, you've got to have that cyber conversation at the beginning. Is that true? Absolutely. Uh, You know, we we tell our customers we are a cyber-first company, and the reason is why manage your data if you're not going to protect your data? Um, this is no longer uh, an option. It is a, a cost of doing business. You know, as as a, a leadership of, of your manufacturing uh, 
a company, your most valuable asset is your ability to do business. And uh, the stats are out there, and these aren't scare tactics, but no, no. you know the downtime of a manufacturer is roughly $5,600 a minute. The average ransomware that the manufacturing industry is I'm going to stop million. you right there. Yeah. $5,600 a minute. Yeah. That's sort of average. That's sort yeah. of... Yeah, you know, big, small, it doesn't matter. Yep. Average fifty six hundred dollars yep. a minute. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. continue. I interrupted because I, I'll, I'll, I'll just zone in on numbers. Yeah. No, that's well, right. It's not feelings. It's it's facts it and data, is. right? It that's is. the important thing. But, uh, but yeah. And then you know your average ransomware in the manufacturing industries uh, got up to two million dollars now. Gosh. You know. And so uh, once you learn that ability, lose that ability to earn, then uh, then you lose your business. Yeah, I, this just popped into my head. Ever so fleeting. Are are there insurance companies that are saying, "Hey, I know ransomware attacks are out there. They just are. just whether you like it or not, whether you hear my voice, they are out there." But to be able to sort of wrap it in an insurance policy, can they do that? Yeah. Because so that's, you, that's, you're touching on a a, uh, a crazy subject. It is the wild west when it comes to cyber insurance right now. So companies looked at that as an opportunity, right? So when cyber attacks really started to skyrocket, they were like, "Uh oh, an insurance companies never lose, right?" So now they're sitting there going, "Well, we're going to have to start backtracking what our coverage is and start putting." different uh, things in our policy that we're not going to cover, like, let's say, a uh, attack from a foreign country, you know? Well, most of your cyber attacks are from foreign countries. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so, I, I hear you. So, yeah, and, and the tough part is now um, most companies, most most manufacturers don't have the required cybersecurity measures in place to even qualify for proper cyber insurance. And so that is, uh, it's, a, it's a difficult situation right now for them. But but I think you can mitigate it if uh, you connect with uh, organizations like yours and be able to have that conversation up front. Yeah. And be able to uh, know that, hey, here's where I want to go. How do we make sure that my data is secure, my business is secure, so that we can continue to do what we do best and yeah. provide that service? Yeah. So, again, it's a con- it's a conversation. But do you find people not wanting to have that conversation? Absolutely. And, and it's because they don't understand it, right? Um, some companies, a lot of times they hear, look, we're too small. No, no one's nope. going to hack us, right? Um, and, and I always do the comparison of you're looking at two houses and, and one door is locked and one door is not. I'm the bad guy. I'm going in the unlocked door. At least have some sort of security in place because there's so much low-hanging fruit there. Um, but, you know, being able to prove that you're secure, that's why I think a lot of the C-levels avoid that conversation. Because usually they have that IT person talking a different language. That doesn't make sense that's to That's interesting, them, yeah. You know? And so, uh, yeah, that, that's that's the conversation of more of a strategy behind behind the cybersecurity. I find it, it, it doesn't have to be... I, there's the buzz that says... Hey, uh, you're going to lock me down, and I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'm not going to be able to do my business. You're going to lock me down so tight I won't be able to do anything. And that's, that's one, false. Don't go down that road. But two, if you can create some, some firewall, some sort of way of preventing or making it difficult for nefarious behavior to say, they're lazy just like me. Yeah. They're going to just try to find that simple penetration point and just, you know, exploit that. So they're going to go on to something else. At least 
make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Some ways that you can improve your cyber posture, because let's face it, firewall and all that, that's that's kind of a thing of the past. They're, they're blowing by that like nothing. Yeah. Uh, looking at managed detection and response, but really putting a foundation in place. Uh, 30% of that 60% manufacturers we work with are in the defense supply chain. Right. They have to meet very have have stringent, yeah. stringent uh, uh, standards now yeah. called NIST and yeah. CMMC. So we would go in and build that foundation around NIST. It's a set of controls that now gets the whole company from the top down on the same goal and making sure that uh, it's not just software. A very small portion of your cybersecurity is going to be software. It is that strategy from uh, from the top down and it becomes part of the DNA of your company. And in no way, yeah. like you yeah. said, should it yeah. lock your company down. It has to make common sense for the business. And it's not static. It's, it's an ongoing... Continuous. Continuous, because if you think you're... Lo you just, things change. Yeah. Businesses change. Yeah. You're plopping this out there. You're doing whatever is necessary. You're you're trying to make your business more efficient. That has to be also in light of your cyber and your security strategy Absolutely. of that business. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, um, the way you manage your IT is very important because that is all the uh, system updates and and the different settings you have throughout your organization. That's a large part of your, your cybersecurity foundation. And from there, you start getting more technical on what are some things we can do to really make sure we lock these guys out. But I tell you what, um, as as you're looking to find that help for cybersecurity and how do you tackle that, that giant beast, the, the weight in gold for, for organizations like Systems X is not, um, is not you know, getting, uh, uh, stopping the attack. It's, it's when you get attacked. What happens after that? How quick can we take that little spark, that little fire, and hurry up and jump uh, and put I, that out, I, I, and then put the incident response plan in place? You know, when I talk to when I talk to CEOs, they say, "Well, how do I even know if I'm secure?" Well, most of them aren't getting the reports and things they understand. But I just say, "Hey, ask your IT support, whoever that is, to hand you an incident response plan, and if they can't hand you one in 10 minutes, you have a major problem." That, that sounds, yeah. So let's let's sort of do a little uh, role play here. All right. I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a small manufacturer. Yep. Let's keep it small. How would you approach my business, just generally speaking? Yeah. And, hey, get on in here, check it out, please. Tell me tell me what we need to do. Yeah. Having a business conversation, talking maybe less about the IT and more about what are the goals for the organization, what are some things they're trying to do moving forward. We're, we're always taking that business strategy approach. I'll let you in on a little secret. I knew nothing about IT three years ago. Uh, I came to Systems X and said, hey, look, I know, uh, I know business, I know C-level, I understand how their minds work. Uh, why don't you teach me a little bit about IT? so we can start making that connection because they're just sick of hearing IT jargon constantly uh, brought to them. Yeah. But really, right. that question of how do you manage it? Do I have an IT department come in? Very expensive. Do I outsource all of it? We're finding right now, get yourself that mid-level IT person, you know, and then outsource the heavy lifting. Outsource the 24-7 monitoring, the cybersecurity, all the things that it's hard for that one person to do. But it's important to have that one person in your organization being able to take all the, the quick light work that needs to happen. And companies would, should help that IT person grow within the company and understand how to also 
you know, work as a team to, to make sure they're secure. Now, do, do, you, uh, do you have the conversation with the IT yeah. where it's saying, hey, don't be so IT-ish. Be a little bit more human and less cyber-like. It's not in their DNA. You know, it's not it's not what they want to do. But uh, look, that that's a fun conversation when I have the IT person and the CEO there, and they look at each other like, "Oh, hey, hi, yeah, you, right, you? right." And then uh, and, and then it's all acronyms on both sides. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; it's on both sides. Well, when I ask the question of, "Hey, how is IT supporting sales today?" and they look at me like, "What?" and so those are the types of questions we got to start having. How do we gain that competitive edge for you? You know, I talk to companies all the time, especially your C-level, and I say, look, you put your bid in and another company puts their bid in. I would be touting my cybersecurity posture from the mountaintop. And the reason is it's going to shadow and put doubt on the company you're going against. Because, look, whether it's DOD or it's commercial, this is coming. Companies are asking for your cybersecurity policy. They're looking for your system security plan. They want to know that stuff before they do business with you. I had a conversation with somebody else on this, and they do island hopping. So if you have vendors, and they're connected to your system because they want connectivity. If I'm a... If I want my vendors to be able to transmit information, I got to have them connected. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that they island hop these these nefarious characters, and they'll try to penetrate the bigger company through those. And again, to your point, you're going to have to have that conversation. That's I ex- want you to be secure. Right. Well, that's exactly what's happening in yeah. the in the defense of uh, supply yeah. chain. Yeah. There, there is. It's no coincidence that RF thirty five. There's the same F-35 sitting in, in China right now. What they do is they grab that small Monpa manufacturer that may just make a tiny part, and they ride that all the way to the top. And that's why now the primes are looking down saying, look, no more. In order for us to give you a contract, you got to meet these standards. And the government is not joking around anymore. I mean, these manufacturers have to get there by then the end of next year. It, it's reasonable. Yep. I mean, it just, it, and it's so funny. I, I, ha, I struggle with companies talking about cyber. Just companies like, hey, what do you do? Well, we manufacture widgets. Tell me about your cyber. Nope, not going to talk about it. Yeah. And that conversation, it just, you know, I understand the uh, reality that you don't want to just, oh, you know, air your dirty laundry and, yeah. and be able to do that. But I think at a minimum, you need to have trusted individuals that you can have a conversation and lock it down. Yeah. Yeah, even when you're attacked. Yeah. Even after your attack, yeah, absolutely. I, I was I was yeah, so yeah, happy yeah, yeah. to see yeah. here on stage. I don't know. I think it was the first day. Uh, the gentleman that uh, that's the IT manager for for uh, Wilson Tool. That that was an amazing story that they told and put their name out there to say, yeah, we were attacked. This is how we handled it. And uh, wow, yeah, I no, I was oh, wow. blown away. Oh, was by it. Yeah. I was like, wow. But uh, I tell you what, that that's the important thing is you're telling the community what happened. It only secures all of us together. See, and that's... Yeah, we're getting there. We're yep. getting there. I mean, I, I love this conversation. Oh, yeah. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, yeah, Mike. so they can go to uh, systems-x.com. Uh, they can re- actually reach me directly at 586-500-1001. And, uh, look, I love having these conversations all day long. It's just a conversation. It is. Yep. Come on. Let's put our adult pants on. Yeah, there Let's you have go. this conversation. There you go. It's going to be painless. Mike, you were great. Yeah, appreciate it. I like this. Yeah, thank you. You're, you're a good guy. Yeah. I'm a better person because of you. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Once again, we're broadcasting from Fabtech here in Atlanta, Georgia. 
again, great people like Mike, solving problems and willing to have a conversation. We're going to have all the contact information for Mike and his company out on Industrial Talk. Just go there, find his his conversation, boom, connect. You will not be disappointed because he's going to want to chirp with you. No obligation, right? No obligation whatsoever. Win-win all around. Absolutely. All right. All right, we're going to be right back, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, thank you again for joining Industrial Talk, for your support and your support of an ever-expanding industrial ecosystem of problem solvers like Mike. You're going to go out to Industrial Talk. You're going to reach out to Mike. Mike will definitely set you in the right direction. We need to be about protecting. If you're in the digital transformation world, which you should be, and if you're saying this is what this is how we create a business that is resilient, which it does, and you need you need Sherpas, you need professionals that you can trust, which is Mike. You need to secure it. You need to secure it. You need to do that, and you need to do it up front. And you need, you just you just have to. Yeah, there's no other way of getting around it, and. Uh, because we want you to succeed. This platform is all about your success and delivering the solutions and delivering the information and educating as much as we possibly can on how you, industry, can succeed. Now, again, reach out to me. Go out to Industrial Talk. You want to be on the podcast? Yes, make it happen. You're going to be at an event, like a conference or some other thing that you're going to be at, and you're saying, Scott, I want to have you there, you just got to let me know. I, I would love to be able to read minds, but that's just not going to be the case. And uh, I would be more than honored to be able to help you in your efforts to create that resilient industrial business. All right, industrialtalk.com. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with people like Mike, and you're going to change the world. Thank you very much. We're going to have another great conversation coming from Fabtech shortly, so do not go away.